Good evening. You are listening to Radio Maria. And this is our Diving Deeper program. And this evening we have Father Orvin Eber on, talking about power in the name of Jesus. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Karen. And welcome to our, our listeners today. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I will leave it over to you. All yours, Father. All right. Welcome, everybody, to our our program today. And is um, I'm glad to be with you today once again. Um, it's the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And it's always uh, a pleasure to uh, be with you whenever I am I'm asked to. All right, so today uh, we'll begin with a prayer as usual, and then we'll see what the Lord has for us. We'll begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for uh, this opportunity to be in your presence this evening, and to listen to you as your word says that the entrance of God's word brings light. Lord, we need this light in our hearts, especially uh, in our world today, reddened with darkness of all kinds. And Lord, we pray that you will teach us that we will know um, the power that is in your name, the name which is above every other name, the name through which we have victory, the name through which we are healed, the name through which we are set free from every form of captivity. Lord, we pray that at the end of this evening, that all those that have listened will be blessed by your word. Thank you, because we know you are already in our midst, and we welcome you, Holy Spirit, as we ask you to teach and to direct us. I will make this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, welcome. And today I'll be speaking on the topic of the power in the name of Jesus. The power in the name of Jesus. Before I um, uh, uh, look at the scripture for today, which is um, from Acts for Apostles, chapter 3. That's our opening scripture for today. Acts for Apostles, chapter 3. And um, yeah, Acts of Apostles chapter 3, which is uh, the healing of the lame man at the beautiful gates. So I came, I come from, from, from um, a culture where um, name is, is very important. It's very important. Uh, um, mothers, they don't just give their their children any name at all. There is always a meaning to every name given to every single uh, child you have. Sometimes it surprises me. It was what like a show when I came, and I asked people, uh, "What does your name mean?" Because normally back home, everyone you must know the meaning of your name. So you're not given any name at all. So there must be a meaning and significance, especially where I come from, you are, um, 
your uh, native name will always signify something. It will have a story to tell about you. Maybe um, the story surrounding your birth, uh, just like my name, my, my native name is Chukwemeka, which is a sort of long, long name, which a lot of people don't know. Uh, and uh, Chukwemeka means, you know, God has done a lot. So Chuku, Chuku is God. Chuku is God. And if you have met any, any person from my tribe, uh, most people will always have um, God in their name, Chuku or Chi. So if if um, maybe let's say uh, the 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 mother of the particular or child was very difficult for her to conceive, and um, it happened that miracle. They 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 received that miracle, and then they want to thank God. So it reflects in the name they are going to give to their baby. So they say Chukudalo. Chukudalo means, you know, God, God, thank you. Thank you for what you have done. So Chukudalo. So there is always a meaning to every name. And that is how it is. Most of us may not uh, take that seriously, but actually it's, there, is, there is power in the name. The name you you bear, and that's why even in the scripture we we see there are a lot of people that when God wanted to do something in their lives, God had to change their name. God had to change their name. I'll give you an example of such people. The first person in the scripture uh, in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter seventeen, verse five, Abraham. Before God blessed him, he changed his name. Abraham. He, he, his name was Abraham, which means exalted father. And when God wanted to do something in his life, he changed his name from Abraham to Abraham. And Abraham means father of multitude. And in Genesis chapter 17, verse 5, uh, the scripture says, He shall no more be called Abraham. His name shall be Abraham, a father of many generations. I have met thee. So God changed his name from Abraham to Abraham. And Sarah, who is uh, Abraham's wife, her name was also changed. So her name used to be Sarai, which means priestly, um, queen of princes, queen of princes or mother of princes. And then from that, it was changed to Sarah which means princely. And in Genesis chapter 17, verse 15, the scripture says, God said to Abraham, you shall not call your wife Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. Because God was about to do something in the life of Sarah too. And also in Genesis chapter 32, verse 28, we see Jacob. Jacob, remember, Jacob's name means uh, a cheetah, a deceiver, and God wanted to use this same man, they would have used him with that same name. It would be somehow. So God has to change his name from Jacob to Israel, because from him, he was going to have his people. And Israel means God's people.
So Jacob was changed from Jacob to Israel. And in Genesis chapter 32, verse 28, it says, And he said, Your name no more shall be Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince, hast thou power with God and with man, and hast prevailed, have fought with God. Remember, Jacob fought the angel and said, I will never let you go unless you bless me. And then his name was changed from Jacob to Israel. You see, there is power in them. So what's your name? What does it mean? You need to find out. Make sure it means something, something that can influence your life. Because sometimes your name can influence your life. So I will say my name has influenced my life a lot. And God has been doing a lot for me. And a lot of things that's too numerous to mention. But then, amongst all these names, there is a name which is above every other name. And let's see what happened in Acts for Apostles chapter 3. That was the healing. Uh, this was a reason we, we, I think we, we heard it last week or something, last week. And since last week, we've been almost every day. Because it, it's um, cost a sort of uh, the Jews or the Pharisees, as the case may be. And they were questioning, how did this happen? How did this happen? If we remember the story, Peter and John, they were going to the temple. And while um, uh, as they were about to enter, they met a beggar. The beggar, uh, and in verse uh, 7 of Acts of Apostles chapter 3, it says, uh, then he took, okay, Let's start from verse 3. It says, when he saw Peter and John, that's the, the beggar, on their way into the temple, he asked for arms. So he has been asking for arms. People going in, he's been begging for money. And then Peter with John at his side looked straight at him and said, look at us. So he looked at them, expecting to receive something from them. You know, a beggar he was expecting them to dip their hands in their pockets and, 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 you know, get some coins and give to them and give to him. But Peter said, I have neither silver nor gold, but what I have, I give you. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, the Messiah, walk. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, walk in the name. I have no, I have no gold, I have no silver, but there is something I have. There is something I have that is more powerful than whatever you have received from any other person, than whatever you have been given. And that is the name, the name of Jesus. We believe in this name. We know that this name is powerful, and we know that this name can heal you. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, stand and walk. And what happened? In verse 7, it says, Then he took the beggar by his right hand and helped him up. At once, his feet and ankles became firm. And jumping up, he stood on his feet and began to walk. 
And he went with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. So that's what happened. And if you remember, when uh, Peter and John were, were arrested and were questioned, what are you people doing? Why are you people causing confusion everywhere? What has happened? What magic have you pre uh, 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 performed that people are now talking about this man? And Peter said to them, what you have seen is no magic. This man has been healed in the name of Jesus, the one you people crucified. He was once dead, but he's alive. We have seen him with our two eyes, and we have believed. And it is in that name that this man has been healed. Now, <clears throat> look at what Peter said. In uh, Acts of Apostles chapter 4, I'll, I'll read from verse 8. And it says, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, spoke up. When, whenever I, I, I read this um, particular verse, it reminds me of what Jesus told them. You know, when he was still with them, he said, there will be a time you people will be, they will take you before the Sanhedrin, but you don't need to be afraid of what you, you are going to say because the spirit of my father will speak through you. The spirit of my father will speak through you. So he says, the leaders of the church, the elders, it is a fact that we have been examined today for a good deed done to a cripple. How was he healed? You and all the people of Israel must know that this man stands before you cured through the name of Jesus of Nazareth. He repeated it again. We have done nothing, but this man we are saying, he has been healed through the name, the name of Jesus of Nazareth. There is power in that name. But unfortunately, a lot of us today don't know that there is power in the name of Jesus. Miracles happen in the name of Jesus. Healing happen in the name of Jesus. Now listen, let's, let's see. So we have a lot of religion today. A lot of people have founded different religions. But there is no other person that you can pray in his name or in her name who has founded any religion and anything will happen apart from this name. This is a name when the devil hears it, he, 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 he starts running helter-skelter. He can't stay. Demons, they hear this name and they are confused. There is no you know, power or principalities that can hear this name and remain themselves. They, 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 it's not possible. Just listen to what, what, what Peter said. So in verse 10, he said, he said, you and all the people of Israel must know that this man stands before you cured through the name of Jesus of Nazareth. You had him crucified, but God raised him from the dead. Jesus is the stone rejected by you, the builders, 
which has become the cornerstone. And verse 12 says, there is no salvation in anyone else, but there is no other name given to humankind all over the world by which we may be saved. There is no other name. There is no other name given amongst men. Another, another translation of the Bible will say, there is no other name given amongst men by which we shall be saved except the name of Jesus. This is a name that gives us salvation. By his name we are saved. By his name we are saved. John 3, 16. Remember he says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, will not perish, but will have eternal life. But by this name we are saved. By this name we are saved. And the scripture says, and, and forgiveness will be preached in this name. Now, why is this name powerful? Why is this name powerful? We will ask. There are so many other names. Why can't we pray? You can't, why can't we pray and say, in the name of Father Alpha, be healed? Why can't you do that and it work? Why can't I pray and say, in the name of Karen, uh, be healed and the person will be healed? Why can't I say, in the name of, um, I wouldn't want to call any, any, any founder of any religion. Why can't we pray in the name of any founder of any other religion and then something will happen? Why is it that it is only in this name that when we use it, not just using it, but believing in that name, in the power in that name, we use it and things will happen. Why? Now, let's see, let's see. Um, Philippians chapter 2, from verse 8. So let's see why this, why this name is powerful. Why is this name powerful? Philippians chapter, chapter 2, verse 8 to 11. Philippians chapter 2, from verse 8 to 11. It says, or rather, we start from, from verse 5. It says, your attitude should be the same as Jesus Christ had. Though he was in the form of God, he did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped. He emptied himself, taking on the nature of a servant, made in human likeness, and in his appearance found as a man. He humbled himself by being obedient to death, death on a cross. Now what happened? So, you know, Jesus was obedient even unto death. He was obedient. He did his father's will right to the end. But it didn't go without being rewarded. And it should be a sort of encouragement to us. No matter what you are doing, you know, don't do it and you know you 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 are looking for someone else to to, to reward you or because no one is taking um, account of what you're doing, you want to get um Discouraged. Don't be discouraged. The scripture says, um, and I mean in Hebrews chapter chapter twelve, I think, that anyone who, who who believes in him should also believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So he rewards all those who diligently seek him. And Jesus himself was rewarded by the Father. 
And it was, it's that reward that we are enjoying today. Now, verse 9 says, remember we're still reading from Philippians chapter 2. So Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 says, That is why God exalted him and gave him the name which outshines all names. Another translation we say, a name above all other names. This translation says, a name that outshines, outshines all names. And so what happens? Verse 10 says, so that at the name of Jesus, all knees should bend in heaven, on earth, and among the dead. And all tongues proclaim that Jesus is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. The name, so you see why we say the name above every other name. It says, it didn't say just on earth. It didn't say just on earth. It started from heaven. It says, so that at the name of Jesus, all knees should bend in heaven. So at the mention of that name, everybody in heaven, they will all bow. Every knee, no one will stand. Every knee bends. On earth, once that name is mentioned, there is confusion in the kingdom of darkness. Once that name is mentioned, there is confusion in the kingdom of darkness. It says, and even amongst the dead, the dead will hear this name and they will come back to life. The dead will hear this name and they will come back to life. A name that says that God exalted him and gave him the name which outshines all other names. This is one of the reasons why why this name is powerful, um, um, as Paul has told us. But even if we if we if we go back to 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 the birth of Jesus, it's just like my parents. My parents gave me my name. Your parents gave you your name, but the name Jesus was, you know, packaged from heaven and delivered by the angel, angel Gabriel, in Luke chapter one. To Mary, there is no other name. And this name, it has been prophesied even in the Old Testament that this is the name. So uh, uh, Mary and Joseph, they had nothing to do with this name. This name has been packaged and delivered to them. This is what the name you are going to give to him. So the name is divine. It didn't come from any human being. It didn't come from any human being. It was packaged, delivered by the angel, and he shall be called, and he shall be called Jesus Christ, because he will save his people from their sins. Because he will save his people from their sins. And this confirms what St. Paul said. No, Peter said, there is no other name given amongst men by which you shall be saved, except by the name of Jesus, except by the name of Jesus. It is this um, reminds me 
there is this song we, we normally say in those days. A lot of them that um, depicts how powerful uh, the name of Jesus is. There's this one that says, there is, no, there is no name so sweet. There is no name so sweet. Like Jesus' name. Like Jesus' name. The Son of God. The Son of God who died on the cross. There is no name so sweet like Jesus' name, the Son of God who died on the cross. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. There is no name so sweet than the name of Jesus. My dear listeners today, I don't know if you have discovered the power in that name. I don't know how often, you know, I hear people pray, we pray, and then we just say, Amen. We pray in the name of Jesus. Any prayer made without beginning with this in that name and ending in that name. That's why even in the church, we don't just conclude any prayer without saying we make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we say, in Jesus' mighty name we pray, in Jesus' powerful name we pray. That is because we have made this prayer in his name. In his name. Let's 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 go to the scripture. Remember, Jesus says, Whatever you ask in my name. So Jesus knows that his name is powerful. He knows. Whatever you ask my father in my name, you will receive it. Let's go to verse 23 to 24. Then chapter 16. And he says, verse 23 says, When that day comes, you will not ask me anything. Truly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Whatever you ask my Father in my name, he will give you. And verse 24 says, so far you have not asked in my name. Ask and receive that your joy may be full. You have been asking. Are you asking in the name? Are you just asking, do you believe that through that name, whatever you ask, you can receive? Do you believe there is power in that name? Even the devil knows that there is power in that name. Even the devil knows. And that is the reason why he wouldn't want you to use that name. Because he knows when you use that name, he is, he is thrown into confusion. He is thrown into confusion. He can't stand. And I believe he will be very happy to see Christians praying and just ending the prayer and just saying, Amen. You know, without saying, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed all we ask. 
in what I have prayed for. I have believed and I know I will receive it. So do you do you believe? Do you know? Do you know? Knowing is one thing, believing is another thing. Do you you have to know first that you have this power? You have to know. Jesus has given us this power. Well, unfortunately, a lot of us today we are ignorant that of this. We are not aware. And as long as you are not aware that you have a weapon in your hands, then the enemy will always deal with you. The enemy will always deal with us. So as long as we are ignorant of the fact that this power, there is power in this name, and this power authority has been given to us, then the enemy will always be there to, you know, to push us around. Do you believe that that uh, in a difficult situation, you can you can say, in the name of Jesus, I arrest this situation. In the name of Jesus, I want to be healed. And it works. It works. I'm not just saying it because I'm reading it from the Bible. I'm saying it because it has happened to me several times. I remember several times when, you know, all of a sudden, I'll start having a headache from nowhere. I don't know where it's coming from. I just touch my head, my head and say, you know, in the name of Jesus, headache, just go back to wherever you're coming from. And I'll forget about it. And just after a few minutes, I'll start asking myself, oh, there was, I was feeling headaches a few minutes ago. I, I, where, where, where has it gone to? I didn't take any paracetamol. I didn't take anything, nothing. It would just disappear. But you have to believe in that name. You have to believe in that name. There is no other name given amongst men by which we shall be saved except through this name. Let's, let's, let's go to John chapter 14, verse 14. Let's see what it says. John chapter 14, verse 14. And he says, Everything you ask in my name, I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Indeed, anything you ask, calling upon my name, I will do. This is an assurance. This is an assurance. God's word, remember the scripture says, God is not a man that he will lie. Neither is he the son of man that he will change. I think that is Numbers chapter 22. Let's see. So that you don't think I'm the one. I'm the one saying it. This is the scripture. I will believe that there is also power in the scripture. There's power in the word of God. I think it's um, Numbers chapter 22. Um, Numbers chapter 22. You can get the verse there, but it's Numbers, Numbers chapter 32, certainly. I'll get the verse afterwards. And it says, God is not a man that he will lie, neither the son of man that he will change. Whatever he says, that's what he does. And if God, if, if, if Jesus has said to us that everything, he didn't say some things, he says everything you ask in my name, I will do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Indeed, Anything you ask, calling upon my name, I will do. An assurance. An assurance. I remember the scripture says, this is the confidence we have that whatever we ask, we'll receive. But as long as we ask according to his will. 
He didn't say it. He didn't say it with fear. He didn't say it with doubt. Oh, maybe anything you ask in my name, I may, I may. He didn't say. It. He says. He says. Indeed, that means I'm hundred percent sure. That as long as you ask in my name, I will do it. I will do it. So, my dear, my dear brothers and sisters, today, as you're listening to me, I want to, I want to reassure you again that we have, we have something in the name of Jesus. There is power in that name. And if you have not been using it, if you have not believed in it from today, this is a this is a, an opportunity. God is saying to you, this is it's it's a revelation I'm giving to you this night. And begin to use it. Because even your enemy is aware of this power. Your enemy is aware of this power. And when, remember what Jesus, what God said to, to Moses, when Moses was complaining, and, and God asked him, what, what do you have? What do you have in your hand? He says, it's that, that you have, this is an authority, but you don't even know what you have. You don't even know what you have. We all have this power. We all have it. But, but the problem is we don't know. We don't know. So you may have, you may, you may have, you may have, um, let's take for example, you may have a weapon in your hand, but you don't even know you are holding a weapon. You don't even know you are holding something you can use to destroy your enemy. You are not aware, but you have it there. The enemy is seeing it. You've got a weapon, but then the enemy knows that you are not even aware that this is a weapon. So you are thinking it's, 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 it's just um, uh, a bottle of water or something like that. But the enemy is seeing the weapon you're holding, but you don't even know. And that's what happens to a lot of us Christians, that we have the power we have been given. Remember, Jesus says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. And that's some authority. He didn't, he didn't go with it. He left it with us. He left it with us. Well, now we ask, are we aware that we have this? Okay, so we will take a music break now. And um, that's just what we've had already. And I will see you when we come back. Okay, we are going to play There is Power in the Name of Jesus.
That was Break Every Chain. And we are listening to Father Alvin on Diving Deeper this evening, talking about the power in the name of Jesus. Welcome back, Father Alvin. Thank you, Caroline, and uh, welcome back, dear listeners. I hope you've enjoyed that piece of music. There is power in the name of Jesus. Indeed, there is power in the name of Jesus. But we need to know, and we need to believe. We need to know, and we need to believe. Uh, I want to take us back to Acts of Apostles chapter 3, and let's see, let's see what um, the response Peter gave to, to, <clears throat> to the people at that point. I will, and I will read from, from, verse, um, from verse 12, from verse 12 down. <clears throat> and it says, when Peter saw the people, he said to them, fellow Israelites, why are you amazed at this? Why do you stare at us as if it was by some power or holiness of our own that we met this man walk? So people were like, what's going on? Because this is actually the very first miracle performed by the apostles after the death and resurrection of Jesus. So people have seen Jesus, you know, um, do a lot of miracles, work a lot of miracles, but not his apostles. So this was the very first, the very first. And you know, I enjoy reading, reading, reading um, as of apostles because it's like, just like we have the New Testament as a fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecy, as of apostles is actually a fulfillment of a lot of prophecies and promises made by Jesus to the apostles. Remember he says, um, and all those who believe in me, signs and wonders will follow them. Signs and wonders will follow them. They will not follow signs and wonders, but signs and wonders will follow them. In my name, he also say, in my name, you will cast out demons, you will heal the sick, and even you will raise the dead. In my name, he told them. So all the things he said to them came to full manifestation and fulfillment in the Acts of Apostles. So that's the healing that took place in Acts of Apostles chapter 3 was the first, the very first, and that's why people were surprised. We've never seen the, them do this. So how? So they thought, you know, these guys are making use of um, sort of a juju or um, whatever power they've brought from somewhere. And Peter was trying to clarify them and say, now, look, see, see what happened. It was not like he said, he said, why do you stare at us as if it was by some power or holiness of our own that we met this man walk? The God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, the God of our ancestors, has glorified his servant, his servant Jesus, whom you handed over to death and denied before Pilate when Pilate had decided to release him. You rejected the holy and just one, and you insisted that a murderer be released to you. You killed the master of life, but God raised him from the dead, and we are witnesses to this. It is his name and faith in his name. I repeat again. It is, this is verse 16, as of Apostles chapter 3, verse 16. It is in his name and faith in his name that has healed 
this man whom you see and recognize is in his name and faith in his name. So you may know that there is power in his name, but you don't have faith in that power in his name. So even if you use the power, it, it won't work. So you have to know and have to believe. You have knowledge, you can have knowledge of something, but you don't believe in that. You may, you may, have, you may know something, but you don't believe in what you know. So like people, a lot of people, I've seen someone who says, oh, uh, I know, I know there is God, but I don't believe in him. I don't believe in God. I've seen someone who comes to church, a person comes to church, but the person says, uh, I don't think I believe in God. So he knows there is God somewhere, but he doesn't believe in him. So he says, he made it very clear, Peter made it very clear. He says, it is in his name and faith and faith in his name that has healed this man whom you see and recognize. The faith that comes through Jesus has given him wholeness in the presence of all of you. The faith that comes through Jesus has given him wholeness in the presence of all of you. Remember, um, Hebrews, the book of Hebrews says, without faith, we cannot please God. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, without faith, we cannot please God. So it's, it's a faith in this name, because we have seen and we have believed that he is alive. We have seen and we have believed that God has highly exalted his name, and it was this that we gave to this man, and he got healed. There's nothing, we didn't use any power, any magic. It was simple, as simple as that. Believe, and it shall come to pass. Just believe, and it shall come to pass. And that's what happened. And in this name, we are saved. Let's see what um, uh, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. And it says, Yahweh's name. So I'm using a, this is a Catholic uh, translation. Yahweh's name is a strong tower. The virtues rely on it and are safe. And another translation will say, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. So we are saved in the name of Jesus. We are saved in the name of Jesus. Problems, remember when Jesus said, you can say to this mountain, you can say to this mountain, just use that name. In the name of Jesus, move. This problem, you have been here, you have been troubling me for a long time. Well, all this while, I've been ignorant of the fact that I have a power to command you to, to, to go your way. I've, I've tolerated you a lot. Now is the time I command you, in the name of Jesus, in the powerful name of Jesus, leave. And you see it happen. But you must believe, no doubt. You must believe. 
let's look at um, First John, First John chapter chapter five, First John chapter five, verse fourteen. First John chapter five, verse fourteen, and it says, "I'll read from 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 13, 13 and fourteen. I write to you then all these things that you may know that you have eternal life." all you who believe in the name of the Son of God. I write to you then all these things that you may know that you have eternal life, all you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that in this name we have life, in this name we have eternal life. Remember, that's the promise Jesus made in John chapter 3, verse 16. That's all who believe in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. And in the first letter of St. John, he is confirming it that, that you may know that you have eternal life, all you who believe in the name of the Son of God. And in verse 14, it says, Through him we are fully confident that whatever we ask according to his according to his will, he will grant us. Through him, we are fully confident that whatever we ask according to his, his will, he will grant us. So my dear friends, there is power in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we will lay our hands on sick people and they're healed. We don't pray. Um, um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not our power. It's not through our power. It's through that same name. That same name that works miracles uh, many, many years ago. It's still potent even up to this moment that I'm speaking to you. It's still as active as it was in the time of the apostles, is as active as it was, as, as it, is, it is now. Nothing has changed. But the question is, are we aware? And that's the reason why we're here today, to um, remind us once again that God has given us this power, but it will lie there, you know, ineffective until we activate it. So you need to activate it. It's there, you have it. It has been given to you. But the problem is, we are not aware. We do not know. But today, God is reminding us once again that I have given you this power and you must make use of it as a child of God. You must make use of it as a child of God. If the enemy is aware of this power, what of you who is the Son of God, why shouldn't you be aware? Why shouldn't you be aware? We have authority in the name of Jesus. We have authority in the name of Jesus. But then if we are not aware, that's, that's, that's the same thing. The, the, the devil will, will, will be playing with us. Let's see, let's see what Acts of Apostles chapter 7 verse 55 says. Acts of Apostles chapter 7, verse 55. 
our authority in the name of Jesus. He says, but he, full of the Holy Spirit, fixed his eyes on heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus as God's right hand. And verse 56 says, and so he declared, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man and the right hand of God. He said it with authority. And this is um, uh, he said it with every authority. No, no fear. So we have authority in the name of Jesus. We have victory in the name of Jesus. Victory in the name of Jesus. Let's see what Romans, Romans chapter 8, verse 38 to 39 says. This name has given us victory. And it's by, by this name that we are victorious. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 38. To 39. And he says, I am certain that neither death nor life, neither angels nor spiritual powers, neither the presence nor the future, nor cosmic, cosmic powers, were they from heaven or from deep world below, nor any creature whatsoever will separate us from the love of God, which we have in Jesus Christ our Lord. So nothing, nothing, nothing on earth, nothing on earth can we, he says, uh, we are more than conquerors. We are more than victorious through Christ who has loved us. He says, not even all these things, not, none of these things can separate us. None of these things can separate us from Christ. Because he says uh, in verse, uh, uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 37, he says, No, in all of these we are more than conquerors, thanks to him who has loved us and who has given us that, that name which is above every other name. So we are victorious. So a child of God, you are victorious. You don't, you do, we shouldn't allow the enemy to, to give us the impression that we are defeated. And this can only happen when we are, you know, we are not aware of what we have. But when we are aware of what we have, it gives us victory over the enemy. It gives us victory. No matter what is happening in our lives, we know we have victory. St. Paul says, that, that even uh, he says, who shall separate us in verse 35? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Will it be trials or anguish, persecution or hunger, lack of clothing or dangers or sword? And he says, as the scripture says, for your sake, we have been killed all day long. They treat us like sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all of these things, in the midst of all these things, we are more than conquerors. We are still victorious because God, Christ has given us victory through his name. God has given us victory through his son, our Lord Jesus Christ. He has given us that name which is above every other name. So we are victorious no matter what is going on in our lives. We are victorious because we have a name which is above every other name. And by this name, we are saved. We are healed. We are set free. 
I think we'll have um, we'll have a few more minutes. Just a few minutes to go. Just about. We've got about a minute, actually. It's, it's yeah. Wait, go on. Go a couple of minutes. <laughs> it, this is fab. This is really lovely. Carry on for a couple more. Yeah, we can just have um, a little music and then I'll conclude with the prayer. Okay. All right. Um, what would you like to play? What would you like us to play over here? Heaven. Heaven on that. Okay. Heaven on that. All right. So this is... Heaven and Earth by Father Ulven. We bow before you because you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we, the voice of hope singers, and your people here on earth, join the angels and saints, some 24 elders, as we fall on our knees and bow before your holy presence, saying, O oh Lord, Heaven and earth are bowing before your presence, Lord. Heaven and earth are bowing before your presence, Lord. They are bowing before your presence. They are bowing before your presence. They are bowing before your presence. They are bowing. Heaven and Earth by Father Alvin, who was talking about the power of the name of Jesus. Thank you so much, Father, for talking about this. This is so important. Thank you. And I believe, um, our listeners, you are, I believe you have been um, blessed this night by what you've heard. And I um, hope that from today, if you have not um, uh, noticed, what you you have that god has reminded all of us once again that we have that power and that we need to make use make use of it and thank you for joining us today and we hope to see you um uh, next month um when we'll come back again and we'll just conclude with a prayer uh, so heavenly father we thank you for uh, being with us throughout this um this evening as we have listened to you and thank you for uh, blessing our hearts uh, this evening with your word. Help us to know that we are your children and that you have invested so much power 
and authority in our hands. Help us to start making use of them, that no matter the situation we find ourselves, that we will always be aware that we are victoriously triumphant through you who has loved us so much. And for all who are sick, Lord, we pray that in your name, that they will be healed for all who are passing through one difficulty or the other who are under the captivity of the enemy. We pray that by your name, that they will be set free. And thank you for answering our prayers. And as we sleep this night, may you grant us a quiet night and a perfect end. I will make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Guide and protect us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you ever so much, Father. And look forward Thank to hearing you. you again soon. God bless. Thank you, Karen. Thank you.